0: Is good y'all Mario and Breezy back at it again. Welcome back to the Punchers Point. We got a prediction episode, Breezy. Look, this is a fight I've been waiting for. Now at first I said to myself, you know, this looks like a little good little decent fight for Shakur. Looks like a not an easy fight, but it looks like um it looks like a fight that Shakur could win pretty decisively. Look, man, after watching the highlights I don't know. I really don't know because Edwin De Los Santos is a lot better than I expected. And Shakur warned us about this. He said, "He said, look, I think he's a more dangerous opponent than Frank Martin. After seeing the highlights, he might have an argument." So we got Shakur Stevenson versus Edwin De Los Santos. It will be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it will be taking place on November sixteenth. We thought we might as well do it if, probably about a week before the fight because I want everybody, you know, to respond, react, get your predictions in as well. And you know, we just want to get it out the way so we have time to make reels and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that on our Instagram page. But I'm gonna start with you, Breezy. You want to start first on Dale Santos versus Shakur?
1: All right. Let me go ahead and tell y'all something real quick. This ain't gonna be no easy fight for Shakur. Okay. That boy Edwin ain't finna come in there laid out for nothing. I watched this man highlights. This man is quick on his feet, and this man has quick hands, okay? And not only that, like Shakur, he likes to hit and get out, which means he plays pocket and he gets out. In this fight, this is going to really be a skills test, a skills match test, right? I'm seeing with Shakur, he's very dangerous to the body. He has dangerous combinations. He sets you up to traps. He basically leads you into thinking that you're going to get off more than what you intended on doing. And then he sets you up to where he ends up countering and taking away your best attributes, your best abilities and using them against you. Now, Edwin, when I watch his highlights, i tell you this. He has power. He has pop. The thing about me with Edwin is that he has this, this way of throwing his uppercuts, right? He throws these long uppercuts, and he extends his head back. That's something I really realized when I watched his highlights. He has a habit of doing that. And for somebody like Shakur, who's very uh wise and smart, he has a really nice IQ, he has good defense, you know, I think that's something Edwin might want to clean up. Because Shakur, he's a defense machine, all right? He's going to sit right there. Did y'all see that little clip that he had with Wilo for a million dollars worth of game? where Wilo was like, hey, let me try this right here. And Shakur caught his hand right there. Shakur is a peer student of the game of boxing, right? So <clears throat> when you get in this fight with Shakur or Stevenson, you got to really go in there
0: and you got to be strategic. As far as that video, that guy Wilo, because I did see the video, he was so confident that he was going to catch Shakur. And Shakur was like, ha ah. ha ha. Nope. And it just shows you that Shakur is that fighter to make you second guess uh, the way you're fighting. Shakur is that fighter to make you second guess what you're doing. And before people
1: be like, well, Wallo is an unboxer. Well, it don't really mean nothing. And I'm gonna tell you why it doesn't really mean nothing. Because boxer or not, it just shows you the pure instincts he's have, right? And when you have instincts, look, everybody doesn't have the kind of instincts where they can just pick up on defense like that. That is something that, that's just engraved in you. And Shakur has that. So somebody like a Edwin who comes up, who, who, here's the thing. He has a very strange hook. I'm going to be real with y'all. I've seen his fights, right? Edwin has a habit of when he gets off a lot of punches on you, now he wants to sit right there. He wants to throw his whole body. He puts too much into his punches, right? which means I'm watching his lead foot. He tends to lean over a little more. And for somebody like Shakur, who I have seen catch guys like Oscar Valdez, because we know Oscar Valdez, he has that aggressive boxer puncher style. And we've seen how that worked with Shakur. Shakur was able to uh, back him up Basically play outside and basically have Oscar lean in more shots than what he was really intending on doing. And then that's how Shakur would end up catching him. And I believe that's end up how he ended up dropping uh, Oscar Valdez against the ropes. If anybody catched on that, that it was a really of a shot that he had caught Valdez with. And that's something that's going to really play in the factor with Edwin is that when you're putting too much into your shots, your whole body and look, y'all got to watch his feet too. When he gets in his when he gets in that position, he throws his punch too. He lets his lead foot there, and the rest of his upper body comes all the way in. And if you've seen in the past with Shakur, Shakur, he loves when fighters do that because you know why he shells up and he comes back and he comes up with a sneak uppercut. And it's an uppercut you don't really see. It's something he just sneaks in there, right? That's something Edwin got to watch out for. Shakur, Shakur, he is very fundamentally dangerous, right? If you watch Shakur Stevenson, he has this combination, right? Straight, 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 hook, boom, to the body, right? And that's something that I believe Edwin can capitalize on too because sometimes when Shakur, he's sitting there and he's chilling with you, he's parrying with you, he's parrying with you, parrying with you he throws that hand out right there, right? Somebody like Edwin who has that wild, overly thrown hook, he can come in between that and he can hit Shakur with that. Not saying that uh, Shakur has... 100,000 is 10% great defense because he's still in the ring with another boxer and he's going to get hit. Them punches and them hooks that Edwin possesses, he can come in between those punches that Shakur does in them combinations. Remember, Shakur Stevenson, he is a combination fighter, right? He breaks you down from body to head to combination, right? It's a, it's a combination he does. It's a habit I've seen him do in plenty of fights, right? And if you really watch it, it's basically straight, straight body hook, straight straight body hook right and if you keep it too sometimes when Shakur has that back hand on the, on the uh on the back end of it and he's got that lead hand out throwing that hook out sometimes you know he'll rest on it too much and somebody like Edwin who is very fast on the seat can come in between that and clip Shakur and could maybe even hurt Shakur so that's actually so far my breakdown on what I've seen of it.
0: I think you nailed it on the head, man. I really do. And there were some things that you mentioned that I kind of wanted to touch up on. One of the strengths that I had for Shakur, one of the weaknesses that I had for De Los Santos, Shakur is really good when he when his back's against those ropes. Usually, we, usually when we are in this podcast, we're like, do not lean against those ropes. I hate to say it, but a key for Shakur Stevenson might be lean against those ropes because he uses them so well. That's how he knocked down Oscar Valdez, like you said. Oscar Valdez went to go swinging him on those ropes. Shakur moved out the way, hit him, and then Valdez was on the ground. And there's many, many fights with Shakur Stevenson where he is on those ropes and the fighter thinks they have him surrounded and cornered and he just evades them and ends up making them look silly. Somebody like De Los Santos, I've noticed that when he stays on the ropes, sometimes he sits on them too well. And so for me, I think that that's a strength for Shakur Stevenson is lean against those ropes. Use those ropes as your friend. Use them as your advantage. You know, make make the opponent think that they have you cornered when in reality you're just luring them in. So that was one of the strengths I had for Shakur. Look, De Los Santos is not going to be easy easy fight at all. These two are so similar when it comes to boxing that it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't think I've seen two boxers as similar as far as fighting style and everything in a long, long time. I think if you're talking about power, I think you got to give that to Edwin. Edwin has insane power. You know, you could just hear it like the punches that he would throw and he would land with the sound of those punches. Those are the sound of punches that we would hear during the COVID era. But he was fighting people in a live audience. He was fighting people with a live crowd and you could still hear his punches. His punches are so crisp. The other thing I noticed with Edwin, and it goes back to his older fights, which is something you might want to touch up on. He's an insanely good body hitter. He is insanely good with his body punches. Those body punches, they are lethal when they connect. And recently, I think he's kind of leaned away towards the body punches. I think with somebody like Shakur, that's something that you might want to touch up back on. Because I do think that if there's a place where you're going to touch Shakur, I do think it's the body, and I, and specifically, I think it's his like around his ribs, like the side of his body. I think that's a place where Shakur kind of leaves a little bit of a target for you to hit. So. With uh with De Los Santos, one of the things I would say for winning this fight is start low and work your way up. Now, when you throw a body shot, don't duck your whole head into it so he can give you a so he has a nice clean aim of your head and he could just counter. Don't do that. You know, keep your head up, keep your chin tucked. But I do think that when you go to hit the body and the side of the body as well, I do think that is definitely a target that De Los Santos can capitalize on. De Los Santos is fantastic at cutting angles. When he punches, he it's almost like he surrounds you like a shark. So he's punching while he's moving around you. And that's something very unique that we don't see from a lot of fighters. We see fighters like Lomachenko punch and then they cut the angle after they make the punch. De Los Santos isn't doing that. What De Los Santos is doing is he's punching you while he's moving around you. So before you even think about throwing a punch, he's already he's already to the side of your body or he's already behind you. And that is a unique skill that not many boxers have and that I don't even think Shakur has. So I think that his ability to cut angles and just move around the fighter while he's punching is crazy. Both are great counter punchers. And both of them have really good gas tanks, Breezy. But these are not guys that you see after the eighth, ninth or 10th round going, <sighs> and they're just breathing heavily. No, both of them, have a gas tank both of them have their foot on the pedal and are flooring that gas from round one to round 12 and that's something that I completely respect out of both fighters now the other keys for victory I have with Shakur Stevenson is again control your distance to control your range so that's one thing that Shakur does very very well he makes them fight at his distance he's not coming in and he's not going like head to head toe for toe with these guys no he's He's controlling the distance. He's controlling the range. He's seeing how close they really are. And in his mind, he already knows that when they throw a punch, I'm going to counter them. So that's one key for victory for Shakur. Um, Win the counterattack battle, and that's for both of them. Whichever one is better at this fight, when it comes to counterpunching, I think they're going to win this fight. That is the most important aspect of this fight, in my opinion. Whoever is the better counterpuncher will win this fight. Because that's what they both rely on. Now, some weaknesses with Shakur, let's be honest, Breezy, it's not many. I mentioned the body. Another thing I mentioned was, let's be honest, we haven't seen Shakur hurt. We haven't really seen a guy actually pressure Shakur. You know, we've seen guys try to pressure him like Oscar Valdez. We've seen guys try to pressure him like Yoshino, but to his credit, he's done a really good job of fending off opponents, and we haven't seen what happens when Shakur gets absolutely clipped, which is going to be a question in the future, if he fights somebody like Tank Davis, you know, it's going to be a question in the future. And we haven't seen it. I do think that Edwin De Los Santos is going to be his first test. You mentioned it. You mentioned how Edwin has the potential to potentially hurt Shakur. I 100% agree with that. In fact, I think he's going to rock him once in this fight. I'm not saying he's going to knock him down. He's going to rock him once in this fight. So I think that that is a weakness for Shakur. He's never truly been hit. He's never truly been rocked. So I think that with a dangerous opponent like with Edwin, I think that has the risk of Shakur potentially being rocked, potentially being clipped. And Shakur knows that. Shakur has warned us for the longest time this is a very dangerous fight. Again, I know the guy's 16 and one. When you see that one loss, we're like, oh my God, well, who, he must not be that great. He lost one time, it was a split decision.
1: And if anybody's going to look at his record, be like, oh, he. When you lose a fight, that don't mean anything. It means you just lost the fight. And then people also remember too, styles make fights. So, and another thing I want to mention too is the pressure, right? Edwin is gonna bring a certain pressure to Shakur that Oscar didn't bring. Oscar brought pressure, but he's not gonna bring a Edwin type pressure. Oscar brought a pressure where it's like, okay, I'm gonna box you. Edwin. Is bringing the pressure. Well, you know what? I'm going to box you, but I'm going to hit you with hard shots, and I'm going to move out the way. So that means, essentially, you got to engage with me, and you got to catch me. And the thing about it is, is that Shakur and his timing. In the last fight Shakur had with Yoshino, you really see how good his timing is. Did you see the way he was able to time Yoshino? Yoshima Yoshina was trying to go in there, you know, a I'm going to box Shakur, right? All right, I'm going to hit him here. And you can see Yoshino actually try to go to the body. And you know what? Shakur picked up on that. And the thing about it is, in this fight, I don't think Edwin's punch output is going to be anywhere near Shakur's. So this fight is, to me, it's a, it's going to be a whole big defensively fight. It's going to be a punch output fight. And it's going to be a fight where who's willing to go engage with the other one? Because at the same time, I'm pretty sure Edwin also knows too that, yeah, Shakur may not be a knockout artist, but he has enough pop on his punches to where you feel it, and you're not going to just go in there just swinging on Shakur any kind of way because he has pop. He has some kind of power. He has some kind of way of sitting down on his punches that make you second think how you want to approach him.
0: Right, and... A couple of other things with Edwin De Los Santos. When well, you said you hit it on the money, you know, Shakur knows how to time his punches. And I want to get back to that because one of the weaknesses for Edwin is he's very uh, telegraphed. You know, it, I noticed that when a fighter throws, right after that first punch, he throws, you know, and maybe he'll throw two. And then again, he'll circle around. He's very telegraphed. He loves that straight down the pipe. Like you mentioned, he has that insanely good uppercut. And I think that, when you're constantly throwing the same punches and you're constantly throwing them at the same time, I think that makes it easy for your opponent to kind of telegraph you. Know, with somebody like Shakur, he's the master at it. You know, he's the king at it doing that. He knows exactly what you're going to throw before you even throw it. Shakur is a very, very special fighter. He is a very, very special fighter. And there are a lot of great fighters, but there's only select few in this business who are special, and Shakur is specialist. Shakur has mastered the sweet science of boxing Better than almost anybody within recent history. I think the only two guys that you can compare him to, to be honest, probably Floyd and like a prime Roy. I think he's right up there with them. And and that's high praise, but it, it's just the truth. Shakur knows how to hit and not get hit. And, and that's all the honesty in the world. Now with De Los Santos, he has been clipped before. When he gets clipped and the opponent comes forward, they are in control he gets clipped if he's again with that telegraph he'll telegraph it get clipped and when he gets clipped the opponent will come forward and they're in control and that's something that de De los santos has to watch out for i think he needs to be very patient he tends to get very over aggressive when he does clip somebody again with wild swings and everything like that like you mentioned he kind of lift up his foot a little bit which is how he got clipped against uh uh, jose valenzuela that's how he got clipped he kind of lifted his foot up a little bit he kept the valenzuela countered and he and he got knocked down. So that's something he's definitely got to watch out for as well. So the keys for Edwin De Los Santos is pressure, but be patient. You know, you can pressure him while being patient. You don't have to clip him, rock him, and then throw a million punches at once while your foot's up. in All you have to do is throw a little jab, see what Shakur is going to throw, counter punch him a couple times, and then circle him like you usually do. That's one. Start from Shakur's body and work your way up. Like I mentioned before, start with the body. You know, again, that side of the body in recent in uh in past fights have been open. Now I'm not sure if Shakur has fixed that mistake or not. But when he was coming up as a rising star, that was what was happening. Is he was he was getting clipped on the side of his body, and, and other than that, he was he was fun. So I think that's definitely a target factor. And then he'll start to. Shakur will start realizing, well, this is what he's aiming for. I'm going to guard this a little bit, which leaves a little bit more openings for the upper part of his body, which I think that Edwin De Los Santos should do. Start from the bottom, work your way up. And don't let Shakur control the pace or the distance. Close it up and make the fight your speed. That's what I noticed. Don't let Shakur control the pace and the timing of this fight. Do not fight Shakur's fight, because if you do, you're going to lose. Every single fighter, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's Tank Davis, Devin Haney, if you fight Shakur's fight, you are going to lose. You need to make sure that it's a fight that you fight. Edwin De Los Santos' pace is a lot more faster. Shakur's is a lot more calm and patient. Edwin De Los Santos make, needs to make this a, a faster-paced fight. When Shakur is measuring and and trying to understand what range you're at and what distance you're at, change it on him. Change it on him. Mix up the angles a little bit. Get closer to him. Get further apart from him. Make Shakur second-guess stuff. And when you, while he's second-guessing it, that's the time where you can attack. Quick attacks. So I think those are the three keys for them. Overall, I'm really excited for this fight, Breezy, because they're both very, very similar fighters. Unless you got anything else to say, I say we jump right into predictions. Summary I'm talking, I'll start it off first. I think Shakur Stevenson is going to knock him down once. Edwin will get back up. For the rest of this fight, it's going to be, the rounds will be somewhat back and forth, but I think it's going to be 117-111 Shakur. I think he's going to win by unanimous decision, probably by a good, like, five rounds. So, or maybe four, but the knockdown will kind of, you know, add it up to five, basically, because I do believe Shakur will get one knockdown. I do believe in this fight, Edwin is going to clip Shakur, and Shakur is going to get rocked, but I think he'll recover. So, I like 117 to 110, which, by the way, or 111, excuse me, which, by the way, for people that don't understand what that means, it's basically me saying I have Shakur winning... Basically, what would you call? It? Let's see, nine out of twelve rounds.
1: All right, my prediction. I got Shakur. What are you d? Possible stoppage, and I say possible because if Valenzuela can hurt and rock, Edwin Shakur can do so also. And the reason I say Shakur can do so also is because. When Shakur sees that you hurt, that's like smelling blood in the water, and I feel like Shakur is able to be able to put on a certain kind of pressure once he has you hurt that maybe Valenzuela wasn't necessarily able to do. And like Mario, because I ain't gonna lie, I agree with that prediction as well. I can see Edwin getting dropped early rounds, early rounds, and I can see Edwin later on catching Shakur in between them combinations. I see him hurting uh, Shakur with a jab. I don't know why, but for some kind of reason, something telling me that in between those combinations, Edwin will come come in with a nice, strong jab that will kind of like buzz, like pop his head back and kind of have him like hurt, and the crowd will go wild and think that, He's trying to stop Shakur, but in reality, Shakur, he know what he does. He's going to play that defense safely. He going to curl up some. And then if he gets backed up into the ropes, which Mario pointed out earlier, is one of Shakur's best attributes, you know, it gets time Shakur to uh, catch a breather and get his wits about him, and then he'll go back to work and end up closing it out with a, a UD. I'd say uh, three rounds. Shakur or uh, three rounds. So Shakur by UD. With a possible stoppage, depending on uh how hurt Edwin is, eighth round. But I do see Edwin getting dropped, and I definitely do see Shakur getting hit with something good that
0: you know make him do the thank you lead. There we do go. Do the we... thank
1: you
0: <laughs> Uh, Breeze not gonna get that song out of his head now. <laughs> uh, we gave our predictions for them. Now we did mention earlier that. The co-main is actually really good as well. Robson Castatial versus Emmanuel Navarrete. Now, we're not going to touch up too long on this, you know, like we did with this because this is the main event. But this is the co-main, so I thought we might as well talk about it a little bit since we brought it up in the podcast earlier. Which, by the way, if you didn't check out that pod, make sure you do. But Breezy, just a little quick breakdown of Robson Cassatio, Emmanuel Navarrete. And then just tell me who you got winning.
1: Um, I'll put it like this, right? I all I gotta like say it is this. <laughs> say, ever since the Oscar Valdez fight, you know, you can kinda say it ain't really been the best for him. Cause is was a pure boxer, you know what I'm saying? He had a he had a, a questionable fight with Valdez. People say he won. And then he got in there with Shakur. Shakur. And even then, he was giving Shakur, not I'm gonna say he was giving Shakur hell, but you know, he was he was roughing it up and trying to make it a little mixture up with Shakur. As far as D- D- Navarrete, it's going to be a little good fight. I ain't really got much to say or touch on this fight. If you ask me who I got winning, for some kind of reason, my gut telling me to lean towards Nav- Navarrete. I don't know why. but
0: Yeah, honestly, I don't think it's going to be like Conceitio versus Shakur. I think it's going to be a little less dominant from Navarrete. Both of them are Hard hard banging swingers, you know, they both can box. They just don't have the boxing ability of a Shakur Stevenson. They're more of, we like to pressure, we like to throw our punches and bunches, and that's the way it is. And I think, like you said, you were absolutely right. Since the, the Shakur, uh, since the Oscar Valdez fight, he just hasn't looked the same. He had a no decision win uh, recently in his last fight. After that, he had like a win in between Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson, but he's lost his last. Two out of four fights, he's had. He has not had a win in the last three out of four. So, Robson yeah you know, maybe it's the end for him, or maybe it's not. I do think he's still a dangerous opponent. I do still think this is a very good win for Emmanuel Navarrete to have. Emmanuel Navarrete, people better watch out because he's coming. And I do believe something tells me that if Emmanuel Navarrete wins this fight, he's going to bump up to one thirty five, and that's going to be the next fight for Shakur. Something's telling me it because. Navaretti's a great fighter, man. He really is. Like he he is a different breed, that guy. Again, we, he has you, you talked about when Shakur has you hurt. When Navaretti has you hurt, it's 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 game over. Like when he when he has you hurt, it's not like a shark. It's like a bunch of sharks, piranhas all surrounding you, and that, and that's it. And I think that with Robson, that's something he's got to watch out for. Again, no, Robson is a veteran of the game. You know, he does know how to. He doesn't know how to box. He Again, his only two losses are to Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson. It's not like he's a bum. You know, That's, those are his only two losses. And he had that no decision, no contest win. But I do think that this is a big fight for Robson Kastaschia. I do think this is a fight for him to kind of revive his career. Because if he goes and upsets Navarrete, it's going to be huge. And I think that with Robson, I think he's a good enough boxer to make this close. But I think that the pressure of Navarrete is going to get to him, and I think that Navarrete is probably going to knock him out within, like, rounds eight or nine. That's the way I would have it. I got Navarrete by a late knockout. I think after that fight, he's going to go up to 135. He might not announce it right then and there on the spot, but I think that's what he's going to do, go up to 135, and I think the next fight is going to be him versus Shakur. Because now we're in that 135-pound division where it's it's running out, it's... It's like the guys who are in that division, they're going to 140. So now you got, now you got Andy Cruz. you got got, um, I believe, Keyshawn Davis. Keyshawn Davis is in that division. I think Navarrete is going to bump up. Frank Martin. You know, we got um, Edwin De Los Santos is going to be fighting. We got guys that are coming into this 135-pound division that we need to look out for. And I think that there's a lot of fights to be made. Uh, Isaac Pitbull-Cruz. That's another one to mention. So I do think both those fights are going to be good. I can't wait for this event, man. I really can't wait for this event. You got two guys who fight very, very similar in Shakur Stevenson and Edwin De Los Santos. And then you got two guys who know how to scrap and bang in Robson Cassia and Emmanuel Navarrete. So this is going to be great, man. It's going to be great. And i I telling y'all, if y'all are fans of boxing, tune into this fight card. Again, we're going to say November 16th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Make sure y'all tune in. That being said, I believe we said everything we needed to say. I think it's time for me and Breezy to sign out, which we are going to do. Make sure you follow the Punches Point, Instagram podcast, everything like that. Make sure you guys, you know, collab with us, respond to our content. You know, we would love to hear your reactions, your opinions. We'd love to get that. We'd love to get that intake, that insight. Maybe there's something that you guys noticed that we haven't. So with that being said, make sure y'all stay on point with the Punches Point.